creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix, just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus... You get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. Join 
the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, still recovering from my high, my golden high. I know what happened to Golden Bachelor Clues. I can't. I just, I loved it so much. And I'm still thinking about it. And I can't wait for the uh, next episode this week to see what all these players are going to start doing in one-on-ones and group dates and everything else. It's just going to be fantastic. I'm looking very forward to the rest of the season. You're glowing. I texted all of my friends. You have to watch it. It's so fucking good. And uh, hopefully we'll have the, the ratings out for you tomorrow on this week in Bachelor Nation. But today we have something else for you. It is a Monday, which means this is going to be a... Digging Deeper. We have such clips uh, for you today, the likes of which you have never heard. We have clips from the interview that Hannah Brown did with Colton Underwood on her Better Tomorrow podcast. I listened to that whole podcast, by the way. We have... Did you? I did. Beast Stan. Well, that interview was... Uh, I was just very curious to see if she was going to ever address any of the Cassie Randolph stuff, the uh, criminal stalking charges, the tracking device on the car... And you may be surprised to learn she did not ask him one thing about any of that. (laughs) I'm not surprised to learn that, Clues. (laughs) (laughs) But we also have clips from the Vial Files. The guest was Tyler Cameron, the great one, and TC uh, obviously have developed a relationship over the course of shooting their their new show on Fox, The World's Scruffiest Man. Is Nick Viala forgotten in that show? Well, it's only been out. There's another episode tonight. There's only one episode out so far. Tonight is another one. I will be covering it in Clues Corner. So tune in if you're uh, curious at all about my take on that. It's The show is like not a great show, but it is fascinating watching Nick Viola and Tyler Cameron strutting around with these other reality stars pretending to be badasses. So we have those clips for you. We have clips from another episode of The Viola Files. The guest is Rachel Recchia. Uh, some incredible tea is spilled and contract violations happened during that interview. We then have some clips from Almost Famous OG. The guest is the very first ring winner, the very first sex positivity player, Amanda Marsh uh, from season Let's one of The Bachelor. Go. And it's it's fascinating to hear a ring winner and a runner up from the very first season of The Bachelor talking to each other about producer manipulation, what Alex Michelle did after the season in terms of trying to get into contact with Trista Sutter. Uh, There's some stuff I did not know. Where is he now? Well, that, unfortunately, (laughs) is not answered. But uh, then we we round out today's Digging Deeper with two clips from Higher Learning uh, in which Van Lathan is basically just discussing The Bachelor with Rachel Lindsay because he's been watching her season and he's now kind of getting sucked into the pit, which is pretty funny. (laughs) I love this. 
journey for man. I know. He really, I mean, you'll hear the clips. Stick around till the end. You'll hear these clips. Uh, they're absolutely hilarious, but wait. also very insightful. In one of these clips, Rachel Lindsay starts talking about her relationship with Chris Harrison and what it actually was like before the the famous or now infamous extra interview that she did with him that um, you know got him fired. She talks about some interesting stuff where she was asking him for career advice and shit and that they were kind of friendly. It's very fascinating. But uh, let's begin mm. this digging deeper with a clip from Hannah Brown's Better Tomorrow. The guest was Colton Underwood. This is from September 20th. In this first clip, Colton Underwood discusses why he went on The Bachelor and what he had to do to get the crown. Here we go. I like, you know, I think I've already I've already said this before, but like going on the show was a weird form of like conversion therapy on myself. Like I was really committed to becoming straight. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to put myself in situations in which I would like have to date women. And it doesn't make the relationships not real and my feelings not real because like I you know, it, they, yeah. it was real. But at the same time, you're also making TV. And like, I was enjoying that at the time. Like, I, I enjoyed the process of like filming a TV show. And I had the time of my life. I was 26 when I first like entered into that franchise. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to have a good time. Like, this is fun. I don't know where else life is going to take me. Like, this is fun. I love how you also still talk. You want to make good TV. I wanted to make good TV, too. I couldn't. Yeah. We like to be good at things i i think that's weirdly what got me the gig like i i remember meeting with flice and i was like <clears throat> i like looked him in the eyes and i go i will make you one hell of a show and i like told him that in our one-on-one -on -one meeting and i was like i will play ball here like my only thing is just like don't mess with like my top three mm. I'm like but other than that like let's play ball like let's let's make great tv i'm gonna crush this for you i didn't have a career to go back to i was leaving the nfl at the time and I was like, there's no, like, go back to your day job after this. Like, entertainment was, like, what I was going to see if I liked and I enjoyed. And I did. Just, yeah. I didn't know what part of it and yeah. until now. Let's play ball. I, <laughs> I never really thought about this way, but his description of it being a self-imposed conversion therapy for himself. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep, that's rough. And... You have to wonder, I mean, there's been a lot of conjecture about this across all of the coverage tier of Bachelor Nation. Everybody has some kind of an opinion on this. Did the producers know that he was gay or questioning his sexuality or exploring that or whatever when they cast him as The Bachelor? I believe they did. Yes. I mean, they left in that. The Billy Eichner thing? The Billy Eichner saying you could be the first gay Bachelor. It's in the document. Absolutely. And which then sheds light on the fact that the producers don't give a shit about helping people find love. That is not what this show is about to them. It is about putting people in psychological situations that are extremely toxic, bad for them, et cetera, et cetera, and watching the fallout. But the the most interesting thing, at least to me in this clip, was that Underwood reveals how he got the crown was straight third audience play right to the top. Hey, Mike Fleiss, mm -hmm. I'll play ball. I'll make you one hell of a show. All I ask is that you don't fuck with my top three. Anything else goes is basically what he's saying here. So you look back over the course of that season and it's like, how much of that shit was him in quotes playing ball? Was the fence jump real or was that him playing ball? Stop. Hey, I don't know. I mean, I know he's come out and said like the producers <sighs> did fuck him over in ways that were beyond his top three and that he did he was feeling some type of way about it fine yeah but 
when you hear somebody say this, that they just went to the executive producer of the show, the creator, and said, like, I'll basically do anything you want. And he does wind up doing one of the most bombastic things in the history of the show in the course of his mm-hmm. season as Crown. I don't know. Was it scripted? I, know. I don't know. Like, having both him and Hannah talk about how they both enjoy making good TV and yeah. that that was a goal of theirs. I'm thinking back on all their moments. I'm thinking yep. about Hannah Brown moving the the stand. I'm thinking about Jesus still loves me. Yeah. Uh, like so many iconic moments and it's like i know we'll never know but i'm like i really want to know whose ideas those were how much of it was how much of it was exaggerated and it sounds like maybe a lot well even like luke parker coming back during her season did she know about that did the producers come to her and be like look we want to bring luke back and have you shout him down and she's like hell yes bring that boy out here i mean that's kind of what it seems like to me. Maybe. I now I'm questioning like how much they knew as crowns in their seasons. Right. And it could be a lot more than we think. That's kind of what I'm getting from this clip. But let's move on to this next clip. Play ball. <laughs> yes. In this next clip, Colton Underwood and Hannah Brown issue contract violations to reveal an important decision that Colton was not allowed to make. Here we go. Our last date... I went and met your family, which yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Which, by the way, my dad and mom and bonus mom love you and adore you. Thank and you. Were your the number one? You were the number one on, on the family's radar. Oh my before. gosh, that means so much to me because I felt you. like I kind of killed it with your fam, and I was like, you did. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> but I was shocked because I was like, oh my gosh, this is a really big date for him to like pick somebody to go on. Now knowing. After being in my shoes. In your shoes. That might have not been what you wanted to do. Right. And um, so I think I was just like shocked more of like, oh my gosh, why would he give up this date if he knew he was going to send me home? Yeah. And, but then I feel now I'm beyond this side, I'd be like, man, why did they do that? That was a big date for not like, if I was not the person that yeah. you wanted to be with. It's just so That was the murky. start of the spiral for me as far yeah. as being like, the lead in what happened on, on my season was I started having major trust issues after that. Cause I was like, after the, I this would one? never, well, after, after yours, mine? because I, I always said to them, I, I remember I was like, I would never introduce somebody to my family that I was not going to be moving forward with. Yeah. So the fact that I'm wasting my family. Why do you think they made you pick me for that? Do you think they were already like, we want her to be the bachelorette? Like yeah, why? I mean, they, they're very good at their job and they probably had a plan. I resisted it at the beginning like that. Like I said, like that was like the spiral for me where I like met with the EPs. And I was like, no, like you cannot do this to me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you give, give and give or like you, you wanted to make a good TV show. This is what you got to do. Like it just, it was one of those things that I was like, oh, okay, I am not in control. Contract violation, contract violation. Yeah, this whole thing is, and you can, <laughs> Hannah Brown's like kind of tiptoeing into a contract violation in the way she's like, cause then I was like, well, maybe he's not making the decision and uh, she's like kind of trying to watch her words. So she doesn't say the producers. She never says the phrase, the producers, but she does get to a point where she says they, 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 she's talking about they making the decisions. Then they probably made you do that. And who are you talking about? The producers, obviously. And the, the date she's talking about was her final date in the show. Get her clues. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not, I, I appreciate her contract violating. I, I love learning this shit. So basically the idea was her final date of that season was an early meeting of the family with Colton's family. They gave it to her. She here is now postulating that they did that because they already knew she was going to be the bachelorette. They wanted to give her one more big uh, pop of screen time that season. Victim, victimization at it. Yeah. And I think she's right. I think that they did know that. I think they were like, wow, she's a fucking firecracker. She's great TV. Let's do this. Give her this final date. Because Colton had clearly already told them he wasn't into her. She wasn't going to move forward. Mm-hmm. He knew who his top three was. He was going to get rid of her. And so uh, they gave her this. It's kind of fascinating to me also to hear them putting these pieces together, at least mm-hmm. in this podcast, as though she has never thought about this. <laughs> Like as though she is just realizing for the first time, wait a minute, maybe they put that whole thing together because they thought I was going to be the bachelorette. It makes so much sense in retrospect for when you know statistically the third place person is most likely to be the bachelorette and bachelor. And then Hannah Brown at the time was the lowest placed uh, bachelorette that they had ever had. And so they're, they need they need to manufacture this way that you are getting on her side while she's not getting as much screen time as the people who continue on. It totally makes sense to me to do this. I, I agree. Be surprised if they do it again. Yeah, especially if the deal that Colton had going in was don't fuck with my top three. So they know that she's mm-hmm. not going to be top three. I guess they could give her a hometown or whatever. But um, you know, he also mentioned something in this where he was like, they told me. You said you want to make good TV. This is what you got to do. So him saying that to Fleiss was then used against him. And he also was like, he said in here, well, you know, they're very good at their job. A lot of players will use that phrase to justify whatever manipulations might have occurred Mm -hmm. to them in the course of their season. But it's like that is what he really means is they're good at manipulating you. They're good at getting you to do what they want. That doesn't mean good at their job to make good tv well in their minds to make good tv because they think drama Mm -hmm. is good tv and they think drama is people having nervous breakdowns none of that is true i would argue that doesn't mean they're good at their job they're just good at manipulating you which it doesn't make good tv necessarily they think poop baby turtle is good tv let's put it in every episode and every promo whoever uh, thought of that idea to get a turtle coming in and out of its shell brilliant genius very good at job promotion (laughs) Yeah. All right. Clues. Mm -hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find the perfect T-shirt. Yeah. um, Because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect T-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that... Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in Onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in Kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know 
we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank true. Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced. King Quinces, Okay, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Come on. Uh, we are moving on to those lovely Vial files. The guest from September 19th was none other than... Uh, enemy of shirts, steak enthusiast, the dimpled Floridian, T.C. Tyler Cameron. Of course, they are co-stars on, again, World's Toughest Meat Eaters or whatever, uh, which I'm covering on Fox, or I'm covering in Clues Corner, but it's on Fox. In this first clip, the great one asked Tyler Cameron about why he has not yet worn the crown, and we get some, not necessarily contract violations, but Tyler Cameron does dip into that pool a little bit to tell us what he has negotiated and why he hasn't had his negotiations or his uh, demands met uh, to be the crown, but not for lack of trying. Here we go. I think every every three months when we're 
or so, we're always talking about could Tyler ever be the Bachelor again? We talked about it when you were on Special Forces. I think there's always speculation about like has the show ever asked you? I know you've thrown out like if they made it worth my while, but like have you ever really talked about like all the conversations the show has had with you to try to make you the Bachelor? No, not really. Um, I haven't really made them public, you know. Uh, but they've we talked, we've had our discussions, and I told them my wants and needs, and they've met some of them, but not all of them. And but also too like timing and place, you know. How hard do they try? Like not hard enough. Yeah, but pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I asked my mind demands were crazy, but as they should be, though. Yeah. Would you be willing to share one of them? Uh, a lot of money. That was, that was, that's the one I, yeah. And host. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked them to host. Yeah. I was like, after, I, wanna, I, was like I, I was like, after that, because I, I was like, then they can't fuck you over. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't give you a bad attitude. I thought you said and hose. And I was like, Period. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of season we make here? Yeah, it sounds okay. like a real flavor of okay, love. You know what I mean? Is this before or after Chris Harrison? This is after. So you're trying to steal Jesse's job. You know, he's a quarterback. He understands guys coming for your job. Right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but might, might as well take a shot in the dark, you know? I think yeah, you might as well. This clip is gold. Oh my God, I have chills. Yeah, it's great. There is something in Vile's voice. Maybe I'm making this up. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yes. No, you're not. No, you're not. This is part of why I like this clip. There's some. There's a bit of pleasure in Vile's voice at the fact that Tyler Cameron will never be the Bachelor. So because he knows in Vile's mind, I believe he thinks of himself as the greatest Bachelor, and he knows if Tyler Cameron gets that crown ever, I mean, it's over. I wonder why he thinks that. Someone saying he's the goat. Week in, week out. I'm saying he's the greatest player of all time. I don't know if that makes him the greatest bachelor. I would argue he probably isn't, actually. I don't know who the, the greatest bachelor. Charlie O'Connell. It's hard to beat Sean Lowe in terms of the process worked for him. That season that he played was relatively spotless. Um, it's hard to go against that. I think he turned in the best season of a crown for a guy that maybe we've seen. At any rate. Uh, that part is in it, but obviously Tyler Cameron reveals so much here about the negotiations he has had with uh, ABC, Warner Brothers, and ZK to maybe potentially be The Bachelor, and he he talks here about he wants a fuckload of money, and he wants to be the host of the show. <laughs> I laugh every time when he says, and host, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, look, I love TC. We all do. This man's not a host of a of a TV show. I don't think he's capable of doing it. So, and I believe he knows that as well. Other than his doghouse building show on Quibi, Quibi, um, I I simply think he put that as part of his demands to basically be like, "Well, fuck you." I know this is never happening. That is such a pie in the sky, crazy thing to demand that will never happen. He knows that. They know that, and so it means he will never be the Bachelor. Here's the thing. I felt the opposite from this clip. Mm. I felt a glint of hope when he's like, well, they met some of my demands. They didn't try hard enough. And I was like, oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Meet these demands. And like, what is the money he's asking for? Is it a million dollars? Are they not willing to pay him a million dollars? And it makes me think like, just pay this man this money. This is insanity that it's on the table. I don't think it's the money. I think they can get to a million dollars or whatever he's asking. I think they can get there. The money is like, who gives a shit? It's the hosting. They're, they can't do that. They're never well, going to no. make him the host. 
So if he's demanding that among and who knows, maybe he's got other fucking crazy shit, too. That's like, I need to be the host of this show. Mm -hmm. There's no way that shit's happening, dude. And he knows that they can't afford the steak budget. Exactly. I think he likes to keep them on the hook a little bit so that he's still got a foot in that world. Mm. He's still in negotiations with them to keep the simps like me. Yes. Just hoping and a dreaming. Yeah. Because now it's. Uh, September 19th, 2023, when this vial files was recorded and he's just still talking about the possibility of being a bachelor. Now, what would that be? Uh, three or four years after his initial rookie season in Hannah Brown. So, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I don't think there's a chance because he's going to age out of it at some point. But I think for him, that'll probably be like 40. I think he's got a long time before he ages out, probably another decade, mm. roughly. Really? But I mean, he'll age out yeah. of relevance. Will he? I don't know. In a few years, I think. We're talking about a clip of him right fucking now. I don't know. Until that man gets married, I think he will, within Bachelor Nation, there will always be mm. people that want to see him as Bachelor. Always. I, well, I think if there is a possibility, it should be met. And the other... The part I really love about this job, though, is what you're saying, Dick Vile's attitude towards it when he's like, so you were trying to steal Jesse's job? It's like, yeah. but we already know that he has been trying to do this. Yes. He tries to paint Tyler Cameron in a shithead kind of light. Uh, exactly. Meanwhile, dude, you've been trying to steal everybody's job on this fucking show since you were on the show. That's his whole MO. It's, yeah, it's. It's weird to paint it in that light to be like, oh, you're going to take this man's job. I thought Tyler's quick reaction to it was really good, though. He's a quarterback. He knows what it's like people coming for your job. Yeah, exactly. That TC Charminance. Speaking of the TC Charminance, let's move on to this next clip. In this clip, which is a fucking doozy, Tyler Cameron reveals his initial reaction to hearing that the great one was going to be one of his co-stars on Special Forces, World's Most Fabulous, Sassiest People, which leads to a very interesting conversation about uh, the general population's reactions to Vial uh, at all. And um, this is potentially one of my favorite clips of today's Digging Deeper. Here we go. If you want to hear this clip and you want to hear the rest of these clips, which involve Rachel Recchia, which involve Amanda Marsh, which involve Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You get the rest of this episode. You get all of our Digging Deepers. You get every episode we ever do ad-free. You get access to our back catalog. You get one billion clues corners. There are a lot of clues corners coming hot and fast right now, including Love is Blind Season 5. Special Forces, Bachelorette Season 1, Love is Blind. I mean, if you're watching Love is Blind, you have to be watching it via corner. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's premium content. Yeah, this season of Love is Blind is absolutely fascinating. I hope you join me for that. And for all of this other stuff, we have so much going on in our uh, Patreon we hope to see you very soon in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. And dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Every 
one who wants to come in It's the pit you can get in it And dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind Fiber Skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe, unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights. 
if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. <laughs> Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. <laughs> <laughs> 